Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast here on Believe Podcast Network. This is the place to come and talk all things Arizona Wildcats football. My name is Eddie Law. My co-host, as always, is former Arizona Wildcats corner, number five in your programs. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Shaquille Richardson. How you doing, man? Yo, what's good? What's good? Doing good. How everybody doing? Oh man, everyone's yeah, look, let's just let's just let's just uh let's just keep on hoping that everyone's good, everyone keeps it great because we're about to get some you know to get to play some actual football here. So yeah, uh, let's, let's let's all keep it positive and uh, and going and going good. All right, uh folks, if you enjoyed this show, please help us out by hitting that subscribe button on iTunes, leave us a rating, it'd be so kind. We're also available on every podcast outlet that your favorite one, pick one iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube. Luminary, tune YouTube. in YouTube, we're every yeah, YouTube, we're everywhere. Like, you can't get rid of us. Like, you just literally just have to open your eyes, you'll find us. All right. You can also find us at Believe.com, of course, and at Believe Podcast on social media. Um, so we're in the middle of week two, NFL regular season. Obviously, tomorrow, yeah, we had we had a game on Thursday. Um, and then we have uh, big games tomorrow. And then, of course, Monday night game. And, of course, the NBA playoffs are still going on with both conference finals in full swing. Lakers taking on the Denver Nuggets. So Yeah, yep. And then Miami Heat taking on Boston Celtics, who came back last night to push it to a sixth game. We'll see what happens with that. So... I was not much of an online betting man. Normally, I leave that stuff for the occasional Vegas trip. But bet online, we'll bet online.ag. I've been actually placing bets mostly on MMA fights because that's my like my my little thing with that with the UFC. But um, I mean, I saw how mad LeBron got when he only got was like 15 or 16 first place votes for the MVP. I'm oh, thinking wow. about putting some money on LA, dude. That dude, that, and, and AD's balling. We are magically going to win. If you would have did that, <laughs> we was going to win. If you would have did that at the beginning of the season, your money would still be working right now. So Dude, good that, with the Lakers. I've never seen LeBron get mad about an MVP the way he got mad. Like that, that interview, he was just like, oh, "I got how many? 16? 16? Wow. Okay. All right. That's disrespectful to the king. And then the MVP's out of the playoffs already. Right. Giannis is out. So ten, ten assists. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. It's, it's always it's always controversial with the MVP. Almost always. It's rarely right. like right. a clear like back, cut. Like back to back, Steve Nash. Yeah, although I'm a Suns fan, so I'm not complaining. I know you're but Phoenix. Shaq Sha- 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 should have probably got one of those anyway. Right. But uh, anyway, so take advantage of sports being back on. Get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. And, of course, UFC 253 going on tonight. I just signed your risk cost to put your bets in on that as well. So head over to betonline.ag today. Sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. Yeah, folks, we have Pac-12 football back yeah. this last Thursday, September twenty fourth. The, the, the Pac-12 CEOs they all got together. They had a meeting, Zoom meeting, started at three p.m., ended at five, um, and Easy they meeting. decided we're gonna Easy get to play, dude. Yeah, we get to Easy play seven games. I don't think there was going to be any issue with getting the season going. You see all the other leagues going and all the other, you know, conferences going. There's no reason why uh, Pac shouldn't be playing right now. So there wasn't going to be no hiccups in getting everything rolling. No, everybody wanted to play, which is whether or not we could do it safely. And uh, and, and luckily, it looks like we'll be able to. So right. it's going to be a seven-game season starting the weekend of November 6th. Uh, of course, if, you know, there's, if nothing changes from now until then. And, uh, oh, this includes basketball and winter sports. So fall sports, apparently – so a lot of the fall sports are going to stay, you know, um, postponed for the most part. But uh, football, basketball are a full go. And uh, if I, I mean, I've been reading up on the basketball side of it, they're actually uh, they're going to have a little more of a mess than, than football is. So, you know, a mess. A, what's up? You said a little bit more of a mess. Yeah, a little bit more. They, I mean, they're, they're even trying to figure out, you know, who they're going to play and all that. So, 
Mm. Uh, I guess basketball is like in that to, way. Basketball, NCAA basketball is trying to bring back like the March Madness season. I mean, I think that's what they're going to do. I mean, it's, look, there's too much money in March Madness to, to skip it. What month is it? Yeah. <laughs> March Madness is long gone. Yeah, no, I don't know how they're going to make it happen, but them, them, I don't know, yeah. they'll find a way. Maybe not right. like for this this last year's, you know, save this last year's March Madness, right. but next year. maybe, yeah, get working into next year. Yeah. All right. Um, so this is a complete 180 from the August 11th decision to postpone all fall sports until at least, uh, I think it was January 1st, 2021. Now, keep in mind, back in August, there was very little information on COVID-19, and right. the testing was way harder to come by. So this partnership, we were, and I know you were talking, you know, we're talking about uh, the Quidel Corporation uh, partnership. It's going to be quick result test, 15-minute test, something like that. Yeah. And it's a huge step towards returning to play, man. Right. I remember when you told me about that. Uh, once I once I found out that that was in the works, I already knew that the season was going to be going uh, sometime soon. As soon as they cleared the testing, it's really about just tracking and making sure everybody is quarantining good enough to where they're not spreading it to the rest of the team. And, you know, the mask and everything. I feel like if other conferences are playing games, then the Pac-12, there's no excuse for the Pac-12 not to be able to play the same games. Right. But that also, that's, that's like a testament to, you know, just West Coast football and the disrespect. You know, I think this this adds to the fuel to the fire for West Coast football politics, man. I trained in Orlando, and I'm telling you, I was like one of the only guys from the West Coast, and they let me have it. West Coast football, Florida, 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 Texas, Texas, Texas. I'm like, yo, relax. But <laughs> – Pac-12 being, you know, so far behind, you know, gives them more ammo. That's why I don't, I don't even think that we'll be able to get into the playoff, the college football playoff, with seven game season. I don't remember being in there last year with a full season, and with us having less games, I feel like if we took it as serious as you know, other conferences, then we would have been playing. How many football, pro football teams you got? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys pro, right? Uh, college, they don't as, as big of a state as it is. They don't have a lot of big time college Texas? teams. High school football is the life oh, over school. there. Well, yeah, high school football. You know see, see, it's like with us, we got we have high school football talent players. Mm -hmm. You know, recruits, five stars, but then they go to you know Big Ten, they go to SEC, mm -hmm. they some they go to Pac twelve as well. But you know, the bigger the bigger dudes. You know, we got a lot of talent in California. High school football is very talented. But it's just we don't uh, we haven't been competing as well as we should nationally on the college level, you know. It's hard for some of these guys to, to uh, some of these coaches to keep the the, the talent home, you know. Right. USC right. did it for a minute, but that, they don't. Well, yeah, Pete USC. Yeah, you just, just got to recruit. You just got to recruit. You got to play real football. You got to give the kids opportunities to succeed on their in their vision. You know, right. if they they, they want to get to the league, they want to do this. So allow, allow them or help them achieve their goals, you know, and mm -hmm. also while you're, you know, getting to the league, you should pass your classes. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So they were saying November 6th is the date to come back. And it said the quote from the, you know, from the president or from the press release was for those teams that have the necessary state and local health approvals. That's according to the press release. So, you know, the vote was unanimous among Pac-12 presidents and chancellors. The CEO group has approved the seven game schedule and that ends December 18th with the conference title games. We're going to get a conference title game. So at least we'll have a Pac-12 champion. Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a watered-down season. I think the the most important uh, thing about this is letting the kids play. You know, just being happy that the kids get to play this year. They get to have film from this season. You see all the, all the kids transferring because they didn't yeah. think they had an opportunity to play. I, that's that's very important that some of these guys that's on their last year and might not get a year back and they're not getting no younger or injuries, whatever the case may be. 
Mm-hmm. I'm happy that the kids get to play. All Pac-12 get to play football safely, you know, and get the opportunity to go make plays, score touchdowns, and hopefully get to the next level. Yeah, I mean, like you said, tape, right? To, to get the tape. Not, even for the juniors and, and the sophomores that are going on to their senior right. year, tape's important. But right. for the guys that are trying to get – like the guys that are going to be drafted that know they're going to be drafted, they're fine. They can go right. off and go prepare and everything. We're talking the guys that are going to be – Within rounds five, six, and seven, right? That yeah. might not five, six, and seven. You could do from two to two to two seven, to seven, really. After the first round, two to seven is like you know, you could find somebody if you're if you're scouting and you're doing your homework, mm. you could find you know, first, second round talent in the Pac 12. It's just going to be if you, you know, don't have any film for these guys for this year, you're going to go with other, right. You're going to either go with somebody else or you're going to want to see more film with these guys before you draft them for sure. So I think these guys that might've been like in the third, fourth, fifth rounds, pack 12, six mm-hmm. rounds, they now have opportunity to make the most of this year, get first, second round, you know, and just retain some respect as far as their new film is concerned. Right. Right. True. All right. So, the details that were released on this season, each school is going to play their, their five division opponents. You know, everyone's going to play each other and yeah. they're going to have two cross division opponents with every game counting in the standings. So, um, and then every school is going to play the weekend of the PAC 12 title game. And we're expecting a schedule here in the, in the next, uh, next few days, hopefully sooner than that, if possible. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they're going to, they're working on that now. Now, no fans are going to be allowed at the games as of now, but the PAC 12 did say they'll revisit that. After January first, as a player being on the field, how important are the fans to you? <laughs> you know what's funny? Hmm. It's it's just like this is like a trick question because yeah. the fans are very important. Yeah, but as far as me as a player, yeah, I could imagine that there's a hundred thousand fans in the stadium without oh. there being any fans. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like pregame, just being in just being on the field, you feel like you're in an arena already, you know, like mm-hmm. a battle arena. So you got the vibes when you touch the grass. So the vibes are still there. It's just the momentum and the, you know, the reconfirmation of what's going on by the fans, the excitement and, you know, the quiet that you put on the crowd. All that stuff is going to be missing. But it's just like practice. You go there, you have no business. You know, another team is coming. You've had scrimmages before. It's like a, a real scrimmage, real film, new team. I mean, some people may do better with no fans, you know, like quarterbacks, maybe um, yeah, offensive making checks, defensive communications and stuff like that. It's going to be positive and benefits. I think um, they have to just live in a moment and knowing that people are watching and knowing that it's important. Even though there's no fans, it's very important. Right. So I think they'll be able to adjust to no fans, better communication, still good football. I just literally imagine in my head that I'm <laughs> pumping up the crowd. There you go. <sighs> Turning you nobody go. up. <laughs> you're, you're playing college football, man. Just live it up. Oh, yeah, for real. Uh, live it up. Uh, although the NFL is pumping. I don't know if you've noticed that. They, they're pumping like crowd noise in their stadiums. Too much, I think. And yeah, it's basketball. so weird, dude, because it's, it's like. Too much. It's, they do that, and I'm like, I know there's nobody in there, dude. What, right. what are you trying to sell me? Right. <laughs> they're trying to make it seem like it's all, you know, spot on, but. Man, we know better, right? It's and they, they, it's like every they probably been doing this, honestly. Oh, for sure. Dude, the Colts got caught. <laughs> the Colts got caught years ago doing exactly, that. exactly. They probably keep it to a certain level, you know. Yeah. That's not that's not you know breaking the threshold, and you mm-hmm. know pumping the crowd in there. They they they've been more hyped than regular games. Oh yeah, the fake crowd. Yeah, I think they yeah. put all playoff games. Yeah, for the for the crowd noise, it had to be a playoff <laughs> game if they use that recording. 
dude, I forgot who was getting blown out the other day, and it was at their home field. And it was just like, you could hear the crowd going, and I was like, uh, come on, man. Like, people would be wanna, walking out the stadium right now. Right, I want to hear them boos. Yeah, I want to hear the boos, exactly. I want to hear the boos. Let's keep it genuine, <laughs> New York. Right, let's keep it thorough. Right. All right, so um, now we talked about this already, but there's a good chance a 7-0 and Pac-12 champ will not be included in, in playoff scenarios, even though um, you know, the reason I mentioned that is because the commissioner, Pac-12 commissioner, Larry Scott, he seems optimistic, way more optimistic than most that they could be in, that we could be included due to the current situation with COVID. He actually thinks the committee is going to be more subjective in this situation than ever again. But I mean, we still have ACC, SEC, all these other conferences that are already are already playing. Is it's going to be hard to turn any those guys is, down. Is it fourteen playoff or? Uh, it is. It should be fourteen, 14? right? Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. see it happening. I don't see it happening. I mean, of course, if you know you had a school talented enough. In the preseason rankings and mm-hmm. stuff like that, maybe if they were preseason ranked, or I think we just missed the boat when it came to starting on time. Whoever started first, well, it was three conferences that started on time, right? And then the, mm-hmm. is the big the Big Twelve's playing. They jumped on. And now we're last, right? We're last. Fit, we're fitting, last. Fit, fitting that we're last on the West Coast. Yeah. But um, I don't think I think we're gonna be you know accounted for in the rankings. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's gonna go it higher than you know if we're one to know. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna go to somebody that's two and zero, right? You know, right. if they if somebody if somebody lost to LSU and they got six wins, six and one LSU, and we seven and zero, they gonna they gonna put them back yeah. in the, back in the playoffs. You know, it's like we're gonna be there, but mm-hmm. we're not gonna be as respected as you know. I think the commissioner would like. I mean, of course, you want to have respect for your teams nationwide. So I unfortunately don't think we'll have a pack pack twelve school in the uh, conference playoffs. No, it'll be the usual load of SEC teams in there, and then maybe one yeah, outsider, maybe Ohio State or somebody, something. Um, all right. So, and then uh, oh, it's one thing I heard about possibility of game times. I, I I forgot where I read. It. I read an article about it and a discussion about having early games. Now you're talking about West Coast football. The first thing I thought about was that a lot of the media outlets, the bigger media outlets, are in the East Coast. They don't get to watch us. Like, exactly. Nobody That's on the another East Coast. Reason. That, yeah. add, that that adds to our, you know. Like yeah. if we if we start a game at seven thirty, it's ten thirty out there. Mm-hmm. The game is not over till one a.m. They're not watching me score. They're not staying up. They're not yeah. there. They gotta watch the highlights. You know, if you don't make the highlights, then you're not really balling. Yeah, because they're like, not I mean, watching. Seems like you have like in the West Coast, you have to make a a lot of noise, a lot of noise to make those East Coast writers and and, and you know whatever yeah, media guys exactly. pay attention. Right, and our prime oh. time is twelve thirty. Our yeah. prime time, West Coast prime time is twelve thirty. I remember playing Oregon at twelve thirty. Yeah. That's when I made the biggest play. I think that's another yeah. reason why it went nationwide. You know? Right. Because if it would have been at seven thirty, they're at the bar, mm. they're at the club, they're asleep, mm. they're with the family, whatever they're doing, they're not, you know, focusing on, you know, West Coast football as much as SEC when it's right in the prime time of the day. Right. Yeah, I know, and you're right about that play. That was in the middle of the day, and it was, it was hot outside, but it, it was hot. Right. Yeah, that was our biggest game. One of our yeah. biggest games. Uh, luck, uh, luckily, you played you played in Tucson, so you're not you're used yeah, to heat. I don't think I don't right. I don't think if that would have happened at seven thirty, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure as many people would have seen it. Right. Being on the West Coast, imagine if I did that at you know a big Power Five, you know, oh, or Ohio State, you know, or Alabama or LSU or somewhere like that. It would have went off, but. Yeah, it would have been sports center top ten. Right, I think it was it was still top ten, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. I I think we gotta as a as a league, 
we got to take football more serious. I feel like when recruiting and recruiting stages, we've been recruiting kids. I don't know how we recruit kids, but they have to know that football is important at the school. You know, like we want you to be a successful football player as well. I know it's student athlete, student athlete, student athlete, but like the kids that actually have like potential and futures and they want to be coached by the best. They want to be helped along the path. They want to be guided on a, on a path that's going to be successful to their dreams, which Mm -hmm. is playing in the NFL. If you're not, if you're not, you know, getting kids to the NFL, it's going to be hard to get a four or five star recruit, you know? You know, and, and I know it's kind of a side, but just real quick, I've always thought, I've always wondered why there wasn't, for example, like a bachelor's in football. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Or a bachelor's in basketball. Because it's a fraternity. Trying... It's a fraternity. Yeah. It's about, it's about who you know, not right. what you know. If you know the right people, you can just get under somebody and then they'll teach you everything. Right. But right. If, if you, you know, you might know something in football, but. Might not know the, the higher people are pushing to get the higher. You might not have met the right coaches or got into the right situation. It's, it's a lot of things that go on mm-hmm. in the football league. It's a big fraternity, you know. The NFL, that shield, they protect Dude, it. They all know each other, man. That's why. That's why. Oh, yeah. That's why they're always saying what's up after the game and all yeah. that. So. Yeah, I play. I, I play with your dad. Exactly. Your uncle, your, your uncle was a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, all, right. all right. So on a good note. For Arizona football, anyway, the NCAA is waiving bowl eligibility requirements for just this season for 2020. So we could have a kind of we can go, I think, one in six and still possibly go bowling. It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. But we could. We could not go one in six. Let's start there. We better not go one in six. We better not. No, I don't want to see that. Ain't nobody even got no time to practice. So the field should be even for us. I know we lost a bunch of players Mm -hmm. on defense, but hey. I'm not, you know, let's go out and compete. We could, we could steal some wins, get some wins. We could steal some wins from somewhere. How many wins did we have last year? Three, four, four. God, I can't remember. It was, <laughs> it's, it was such a bad season. You want to just forget it? <laughs> I tried to just forget it because it's just right. like, oh, man. All right, we got to get at least four wins again. Hey, something. Jesus. I seven, seven games? Yeah, yeah, seven games. We got we get we go four and seven because just the fact of, of the situation and all that. I'm like, all right, I get it. All right, over five hundred. I want to see over five hundred. Over five hundred would be dope. Yeah, and I want to see the quarterback throw some touchdowns. Right, right. And, and Grant Canells is, is is one of those guys that's like that was picked in the in the preseason. I think he was like second team All Pac twelve preseason pick. So, you know, hey. they're looking at him. Yeah, he's got to score score the ball. Really, just put it in the end zone. Yeah, especially with efficient. His- yeah, with this defense, we're gonna need to be scoring points, man. Jeez. Right. So I don't see why he wouldn't want to be, you know, one of the top two quarterbacks in the pack. Right. Passing yards, passing statistics, you know, go ahead and just light it up. Even if we in shootouts. Yeah. You know, at least it's a good look. Hey, people like watching shootouts. Right. right. And, they love and, it. And yeah, it encourage more people to, you know, tune in. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right. So with the quick testing, you know, the league feels like they can guarantee no athletes to test positive will actually be in games and practices. And then I like you know, you said earlier, it's going to reduce the stress on the contact tracing. Um, it'll reduce, you know, stress on having to quarantine, you know, large groups of people. And, you know, OK, there's one guy. He talked to these four people. Just put them all you know, in quarantine. Let them chill out for a little bit. We could stop this little outbreak here. Right. But uh, but that's how you keep the players on there. Um, now. Uh, back when the league decided to postpone play, the doctors had talked about heart issues related to COVID-19 and provided examples of athletes who had been hit hard by COVID and suffered cardiac problems, lung problems, all that kind of stuff, following about with the disease. So along with testing protocols, 
there will be cardiac monitoring protocols for athletes who test positive. Obviously, the heart issues was, is huge with the players, huge with the coaches, especially the parents. They were all worried about it, so they're going to keep an eye on that for sure. So that's uh, definitely something that we're, that we're yeah. that it's positive towards keeping us playing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we don't know everything about COVID, so we don't know about the long-term mm-hmm. effects, about, you know, how your respiratory system will react years later. I, I think I heard some things about that. So I think, I think that, I mean, it's going to be a risk, you know, playing. It's going to be a risk, but I feel like if the conference can, you know, assure the safety, mm-hmm. like as as far as everything that they can exhaust, you know, every avenue they can exhaust for safety, then I think the parents and the players will be comfortable playing. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of flus out there. People get sick. You know, hopefully the our, our death rate or yeah, our, our mortality rate in uh, the United States is low. You know, for for death. So um, these kids, they just want to play. So I feel like if you can harbor a safe environment for them, where they can you know have a, a a chance to play the game they love and be safe with testing and everything, then I think everybody's all for it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But All don't right. let anything go wrong with some of these testing, some of these players. Like, they better be monitoring up because right. um, you got to have these kids safe. You got to have them safe. And they're not making no money. Because they're not making no money. They're just there hitting each other. Yeah, and just putting together a resume to hopefully get paid soon. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Uh, so it looks like the Big Ten returning to play basically pushed the Pac-12, like you were saying. We're the last ones. Right. And, you know, more specifically the state of California because uh, California has USC, Cal, UCLA, Stanford, right? And so they have now cleared state state restrictions, and they're now working on local restrictions by implementing protocols and such. Um, now, here's where it gets kind of weird, right? The preparation for a season. I mean, you know it all too well. Um, with, you know, the Big Ten returning on uh, to play on October 24th, um, they kept the schedules going the entire time. Those guys never stopped. They were going normal training camp and all that. All that. Oh, really? Um, for the most part, they were up until mm-hmm. they finally announced their stop. But if you remember, uh-huh. I, I'm pretty sure their announcement to stop and then start back up was way, it was a much shorter time frame than ours. Than I think. Ours. So, yeah. So yeah. their players might be a little more prepared and everything. Um, but the Pac-12 didn't do that. The, two, the Pac-12 all yeah. activities for the most part were done, especially in California and Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. Arizona, not so much. Uh, you know, right. uh, actually, I actually heard AZ was you know still still doing a little bit. Right? Yeah, they, I don't they know calling for sure. them OTAs. They were calling them uh, uh well not mm-hmm. OTAs. They were calling them voluntary, right? Okay. So they had twelve hours a twelve hour window for the week to practice, train, prepare, and all that, and then you know weight training and all that was on the side. Uh, Kevin Summon was on a, on a on a little scrum the other day online talking about it. They they had a few spring practices. They had. They've, they've had their teams together. We might have a leg up at least in the first couple of games over these other teams, especially if we play a California or, or an Oregon team. But other than that, like, you know, like it wasn't business as normal for Arizona, but it was pretty close. Like Arizona, ASU is going to be pretty, pretty ready to go come this, uh, come this, you know, the season. But so how much time do you think you need a, a, as a player to prepare for a season? You know, knowing that we had no preseason we had no training camp really we're going into this five weeks t- till we get to play like is that enough time five weeks is enough time for training camp yeah five week training camp isn't good enough uh me as an athlete um you know it's year round you mm-hmm. know you get a few weeks off maybe a month at the most not even but you use that time to you know get your body right and you really start just getting better from 
a month after the season. So, I mean, it's a year-round thing if you want to make improvements from season to season. But, honestly, team organized football, five weeks is good enough time. Five weeks, that's a, that's a nice-size training camp. You get to put in plays, you get to practice, have a good, good, thorough training camp five weeks. That's more than enough time for sure. All right, cool. Yeah. And then, um, all right, so obviously most teams are going to be okay. There's a couple issues, like little issues we have right now with the Pac-12. Stanford and, and uh, Colorado, CU Boulder, they're still having some issues locally. Stanford hasn't been cleared yet to practice, and then Colorado just got another little, you know, not bombshell, but another little issue come up with the Boulder County. So they uh, on Thursday, public health officials in that county issued restrictions on gatherings of young people, 18 to 22 years old, due to a recent spike in covid cases in that county so we're talking kids are partying and gathering and all that and you would think that athletes wouldn't be affected apparently they are well, you would think that they wouldn't be affected i would definitely think no. they'll be affected but i mean like as far as like if you're able to like keep your players like a, like a, a you know aside how are you gonna do that how are you gonna keep 18 to 22 uh, year olds aside in college how, how are you gonna keep 18 to 20 year old 22 year olds aside in right. college no you're right you're right now the party parties and the frats and all that so but, honestly, I understand that if the county and the the county put that restriction on that age group, that includes the student athletes, unless there were more strict, you know, regulations to the team. Like, all right, okay, yeah, we you know we don't want you to go to large parties, boom, boom, but they're not quarantined. They're going to the stores. Sure. They're going to you know the restaurants. They're going to hang out with friends. They're doing all that. And if if the whole county thinks that those age groups should stay in, then that includes the student athletes. That's yeah. that's a part of not, you know, just saying, all right, oh well, they're at they're they're athletes or football right. players. They're not real people, basically. You know, that start right. treating them like they're not real people. We need to True. get it to where it's safe for those people to play football. That age demographic, we need it safe for those that age demographic to play football for them to play football. And if it's not safe right now, you know, as a parent, as a parent, I am a parent. As a parent, yeah. You know, I'm sorry, yeah. you know, son, but it's not safe after school right now. Do you want to transfer? You know, you could transfer. There's an open port transfer portal. Like, it's important to you. It's important to me. Let's make it happen. Right, right. I mean, these are, they got to take it seriously as far as, like, the all this college, all the students go, all of them, if they really want to you know, keep going to school and not get that whole, you know, the, the, the plug pulled on just school alone uh, from actually happening. All right. All right. I don't know what's going on in Stanford, though. You said Stanford. They're, just... they're still, like, locally, they're still trying to work out, um, like, how to come back. They're in Palo Alto, so I don't know how, how like. And it's the Bay. Yeah, the Bay. got The air quality is not mm -hmm. good. It's very high in the Bay. I can understand that, too. But you got to be able to, I think they should do, like, training camp where they mm -hmm. get a location, go practice away from everybody, have every, all the testing and everything. That's how you'll keep a team safe, like a training camp style environment where it's no everybody's all together, you know, in mm -hmm. one place. We keep in track of everybody. They got tutors, whatever they need. But as far as like mingling and stuff like that with the, with mm -hmm. the other students, that's gonna be risky. Right. No. And, and then, for example, in Boulder, the county officials told them that the rapid testing protocol isn't enough to exempt the players like you were saying right. you can't keep them apart right so uh yeah it's and at the same time the school said the school said they were aware that that might actually happen so they were already working on alternate solutions i'm, I'm thinking mm -hmm. like you said put take them somewhere else take them somewhere you know drive them to the games i mean you don't want to at least till the times change at least during training camp you know so they can get that practice in right mm -hmm. now you know so they can get that practice in maybe the the um the laws or the restrictions will like loosen up 
when the season starts. Mm-hmm. But for right now, it's good to you know get them in a train cap environment, keep them safe, so you can practice. Maybe right. maybe you could pass that to you know the city officials, but other than that, I understand. Yeah, and they no, just be they're just gonna be behind the eight ball. It's not it's yeah. not gonna be any waiting. The year's not waiting for nobody. Life's not waiting for nobody. You know, everything's gonna keep going. If they don't make it, they don't make it. Pac twelve don't make it in the conference championships. Or be one next year, or the uh, the um, the playoff. Everybody's gonna keep playing. Everybody's gonna keep going. It's, you know, it's a pandemic, but like uh, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. they're open. All of it. Don't, don't, don't ask me how I know, George. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me how I know. Um, no, boy, uh, Georgia and Florida, Florida's opening all the way too this no weekend. There's no restrictions. There's no restrictions. <laughs> don't ask Man. me. Man, oh, yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, all right. So, it, you know, wrapping this up as far as like we you were know, talking about the, the, the you know, coming back. Um, I'm literally, I'm legit wondering what changed in the last month other than the testing testing to, yeah, just the testing, right. To, to come back. Right. Cause mm-hmm. the health and safety is number one priority. Now right. my other thought was money, right. Because they have these TV contracts and I remember I was looking into it for the, for, you know, for last week and, um, each game apparently is about worth about 5 million in TV contracts to the league. So I'm sure that had quite a bit to do with it. For sure. You know, and, and, especially, when like, the, uh, and especially when the other conferences are making that money, like right. that, like if I'm an owner of the PAC 12 or if I'm a, a president team, a uh, school president, AD, I want my team in the same opportunity space that these other teams are having. Mm-hmm. You know, if if they're playing, that's really that's that's what changed, man. It was the testing, yeah, the money and respect. You're probably right. Testing, money, respect. Those two things. As long as you got the testing, mm-hmm. we need to get this money, and we're losing respect as like football credibility. You know, football respect as a conference. Went, sure. as a conference you lose respect by not playing. It's not important. It's not important enough to play this year to mm-hmm. the Pac-12. That's how that's how the feel is going. You know, in the SEC, oh, we playing. Mm-hmm. You know, we playing football. We this is how we run the show. And the West Coast is, you know, uh, kids are safe. Make sure the kids are safe. Yeah. You know, I mean, we should. Don't get me wrong, though. You know, that's the right, right. thing to do. Right. But it's how it's it's about how I feel like other conferences are different down south or you know SEC. They're mm-hmm. State laws were different than ours. Ours was worse. Right, right. And on the West Coast, it was worse. But that's when you have to try even harder to find ways to do it successfully, you know? Find even more ways. Be first in finding ways like the rapid testing. If you had been first to find a rapid testing, if you were, you know, tried to find that sooner, because they could have. I feel like it was available sooner. Yeah. We're, we're, getting, we're getting it through now, which is late. It almost seems like we did this whole like like wait and see approach. What was everyone else doing? And exactly. was doing and then exactly. kind of got stuck being last again. Exactly. So all right. Um in order to complete that contract, by the way, just I because I wrote that note down, they have to have 45 games in order to get that money that the uh-huh. Pac-12 wants. And apparently November 7th, we should be able to hit that number. So everyone yeah, yeah, get yeah. the end. That's right, good. So, That's good. Yeah. So anyway, so in the end, it looks like we'll be on the edge for the entire season wondering if we'll get shut down again, but at least we get to play for now. I don't think it's gonna get shut down. I don't see it getting it, shut down. Even if there's like an outbreak, it's, right, it's not gonna be an outbreak. They got rapid testing. They got rapid yeah. testing. They got they're gonna separate. It might be three or four people at the most. I don't think there's gonna be a spike of oh 15 players from right. Arizona got no. Nah, I think it's gonna be. I don't think they're gonna tell us for one. They're not gonna oh, make it no. public. No. And they're not gonna make it public. And I think it's if worse come, push come to shove, maybe just. Four or five max, you know. All right, these four or five yeah. guys, they was hanging out. 
We got mm-hmm. it. And one of them got, you know, let's quarantine him, test him up, and try to get him back on the field as soon as possible because that's really all they care about. Right, true. All right, yeah. so let's, let's just hope for the best, man, because, you know, we're in, weird, we're in weird times right now. Yeah, I'm looking for some wins and some 40-yard touchdown passes. Hey, Arizona, I want to see 40-yard touchdown passes. I want to see 25-yard runs. I want to see sacks. You feel me? Yeah. I want to see sacks. I want to see pancake blocks, force fumbles, turnovers for our defense. I want to see some big plays in this quarantine. Yep. Yeah. No. And and uh, and you know, O line, you got some work to do, man. Forty yarders yeah. and twenty five yarders. Right. Start right. there. Keep the quarterback up. Keep the quarterback yeah. up and finish blocks. Keep the quarterback right. up. Finish blocks. I think if if those two simple things, even if you got the intensity to, you know, finish a block, that'll open up three or four more yards. If you know, if you keep the quarterback upright. He's talented enough to make a good play. We got receivers. Right. Let's get it. Yeah. All right. And then uh, on another note, and a kind of a crap, kind of a crappy one, because we already have such a light linebacker core. We already we already had problems with depth before this thing even kicked off, and right. we've already lost a couple linebackers, a few linebackers. Now we lost another one, uh, Kylan Wellborn, a, a senior. He's transferring as a, as a graduate transfer. Um, he announced on Monday he was he was transferring. Now this is before he heard the news or anyone heard the news that that you know we're kind of come back and play. So I wonder if that that would have changed his mind, but um, he finished his career at Arizona with 53 to- total tackles. He had 13 for a lo- in, in four years, 13 for a loss, one fumble recovery, four first fourth fumble. So he's more of a, a rotational guy, right? Wish him the best, but we don't right. stress. Yeah, he tackles in four years. Yeah, we're no no offense, you know. I hope he does great, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's 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 going to be the kid's decision to go and, and yeah. to, you know, reach another opportunity. So, um, you know, you just wish the players that left good luck, but we needed better linebackers anyway. Yeah, no, we need, they, I don't know how they, I don't know how, I mean, there's not much we could do about it this season. Right, I don't but, know how uh, you play linebacker with 54 tackles, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, all right, anything else you want to talk, you want to talk about before we get a cut off? No, nah, man, I'm just excited to watch, uh, you know, our guys play and how we compete in this short week. I'm um, also, you know, trying to get into coaching. I want to go up there and coach. I haven't, you know, reached out to anybody yet, but I thought like yeah. it'd be dope to go out there and help help uh, help the guys out, reach the next level, make plays and, you know, have fun. It's just little things. It's be little things that can help a mm-hmm. whole defense, you know? The whole mindset of a defense, the turnover ratio, just speed of a defense. And I want to be able to add that. So I was thinking about trying to, you know, reach out this year, but I might wait till next year. All right. Hey man. Just don't wait too long, dude. <laughs> no opportunities, know, right? man. Opportunities. You're right about that. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, please remember to subscribe wherever you're watching YouTube, you're on Believe, you're on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're at. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get our episodes automatically sent to you. And make sure you follow my co host on Twitter and Instagram, which the handle is DR4 Unruly. Feel me? Unruly. All right. Make sure you follow. I'm on Twitter at Eli50 or 32 and on IG at Eli52. All right. Shout out to betonline.ag. Make sure you hit them up and place your bets. And, um, Again, don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you guys next time. Go Wildcats. Bear down. Bear bear down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.